Well, welcome back and happy Friday to you. I'm feeling a lot better today. Life, love, and liberty. And um, yeah, no more snotty noses. But speaking of snotty responses, albeit, you know, It is honest. great to be back Check with so many patriots dedicated to faith and freedom and the road to the majority. And I want to thank my friend Ralph Reed for those overly generous words. I'm deeply humbled Traitor. by Traitor. Ralph Reed knows me well enough to know the introduction I prefer is a little bit shorter. I'm a Christian. That had to be embarrassing. He goes on to say, I'm a Christian. Conservative. Blah, 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 blah. That is former Vice President Mike Pence, better known as Traitor. And most... Trump circles, to be honest with you, 80 plus million voters. Now, the people you heard cheering were the pearl clutchers who were just trying to be polite, who are also establishment hacks, who were also the ones who were trying to censor people on the county level just last week by threatening to remove their memberships, to revoke their memberships from the Republican Party if they heckled or booed anyone and showed any form of dissent. At their county meetings. Can you imagine? I had people calling me saying, what do I do? I'm like, get an attorney. Psh, what do you mean? What? Uh-uh. Nope. No, we're not going down that road. No, we're, all, we're already contending with the Democrats wanting to take away, you know, your Bill of Rights. You really think we, we should tolerate that within the party? So, thankfully, some, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Some uh, clearer heads prevailed in that, and people were alerted to, you know, exactly where their jurisdiction begins and ends. This is something that was started by the Republican Party here in the state of Georgia just two weeks ago at the state convention when people were being warned that they better not boo as Brian Kemp in Clown Car came through um Kate and Chris Carr, are Attorney General, and I didn't even mean it that way. How about that? How about how about that pun that was completely unintentional? But Chris Carr walks in, our Attorney General walks in with Brian Kemp, our our you know fearless governor, and people start booing, like it was bad. But prior to them arriving, people were warned: you better not, you're gonna get kicked out. I mean, it's amazing the the levels that the establishment will stoop. And, and they're the total sanctimony of the party. We would never do that. That's not who we are. But you better not boo Brian Kemp because he's going to be the best thing we have. Right? If you do, we're going to kick you out of the party. And we're going to kick you out of the convention and then make sure that your vote doesn't count. I mean, it's so... No wonder you guys don't want any part of this crap. I don't blame you, but I do want to commend you for showing up. And you just keep showing up. Because if you continue to show up long enough, you're going to change the culture of the Republican Party. And that's what needs to happen. I need all of you to show up who have not been involved. Who have not ever been engaged. You know why? Because you're not saturated in the smut of the party. And learn very quickly, go in with your eyes wide open and observe. Do more listening and observing than you do speaking with all of your grand ideas. Because if you'll go in and observe the rules of engagement, 
and, and get with, ask as many questions, go to lunch with everybody, ask questions of everyone and use your God given discernment. You will know which direction you need to move because God is on the move. I believe that. And he's calling a lot of you, particularly churchgoers, out of your Jesus recliners to get involved. And I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm happy for you that you are finally engaged because we need you. It's the swamps are on the local level because the local level is what dictates your state level is what dictates the federal level. So if you have swamp creatures in D.C., you have them at the county and state level. That's just because all crap rolls downhill and it works both ways. So I want to encourage you to keep showing up. I know they're giving you hell. I hear your stories. I watch it. I see it happening right here in my own state. We knew the establishment was not going to go down without a fight, and it is a hydra. And that's just not what they do. They do not go down without a fight. Speaking of people who are not going down without a fight, (laughs) speaking of cat fight, (laughs) I have actually been celebrating this on LinkedIn and Twitter today. Uh, I read this little uh, ditty about how the NSA is Basically, you know, the big brother, the biggest brother has has thrown a good old fashioned ass whooping to the little brother, the FBI. So the NSA is is slapping the FBI a little bit in, in offering up information to a particular reporter who is investigating the uh, Seth Rich murder. Right. And this is good stuff. And so there's a FOIA request um, a uh, freedom of uh, information act. So, so this attorney is attempting to get information on records, you know, uh, that more than likely implicate that the FBI has recordings of who knows what, I don't know, but this gentleman is trying to get to the bottom of it as many others have. And they've been warned about continuing down that path to get to the bottom of Seth Rich's murder, because that is a, DNC Clinton side um, fiasco, and it may or may not involve agencies. And at this point, would any of us be surprised? No, no, we wouldn't. Sadly, we would not. I mean, we've been able to trace it back on primetime cable news network station um, to 9-11 to January the 6th. And, you know, God only knows what the, the, from the Bush, from the the Bush crime syndicate to where we are today, and just how much of a runaway dumpster fire the our agencies have become. I mean, we think we have a national security apparatus, and really, what we have is a three ring circus. But it appears, it appears, and I don't say that to slight those of you who are in intelligence and in our national security sector and and our military, DOD, uh, DOJ. I'm not. I'm not slighting you. I'm saying that there are puppet masters in your swamps and your swamps need to be drained from the inside out. And so this excites me. I'm like, get the, get the butter, get the popcorn and the salt, grab you a bourbon, neat, one rock, whatever, a beer. I don't care. And just put your feet up and kick back and watch it because this guy, Ty Clevenger, um, was respond. <laughs> He requested, uh, he had a FOIA request put in for information regarding the murder of Seth, uh, uh, of Seth, uh, Seth uh, Rich. And the FBI responded with, well, good luck, because cal- calculations based on the number of documents that he's asked for, um, it would take the FBI decades to provide them. Because that's what they do, they stall. 
I mean, we saw Christopher Ray yesterday in his testimony um, at the Capitol talking exactly install procedure. I mean, that is a tactic. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so after the Gateway Pundit posts this, okay, the NSA responds. I mean, this is, this is like Saturday night wrestling in the South. I mean, this is so good. And so it says, after we posted this, this afternoon, Clevenger received a letter from the National Security Agency, NSA. In the letter, the NSA promised to provide records related to the FBI's illegal spying on Americans. Buckle up, kids. The National Security Agency has agreed to produce records about the FBI's illegal snooping on 16,000 Americans, according to a letter that I received from the NSA this afternoon, and that suggests a political fight between the two agencies. Hallelujah. Let them gnash it out. May they lock horns and the best, biggest brother win. (laughs) How about that? That is so good. I mean, I woke up to this this morning. I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like, this is like the Clash of the Titans. It's like open the gates, put the lions away for a minute, let the bring the Titans out, give them all their little gear, and let them just go to town. You think the NS? This is priceless. It's like if you understand who the NSA is, right? Comparison to compared to who the FBI is. You understand who carries the weight with regard to access to records of information and spying and communications and, 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 you know, digital transactions, right? Who has access to all of that and better access? Yep. That would be the big brother in the sky, the NSA. So I'm like, just let him go. Just let them go to blows because this needs, I don't know who pissed who off over there, and I don't really care, but it needs, the the swamp needs to drain itself. What are we going to do? How are we going to drain the swamps? How are we going to drain our agencies other than a convention of the states? And how are we, even with that, how are we going to drain the agencies? You don't. They have to be drained from the inside out. So maybe, maybe, maybe our prayers are actually availing. Because this is a a very strategic prayer battleground for many of us that our agencies would actually be, you know, in favor of Americans practicing their constitutional rights and keeping us safe as opposed to under a, you know, spying glass, which is what seems to be happening. And that culture has been bred over many administrations and you just have bad actors after, you know, they just, they're legacy bad actors. And unfortunately, other men and women who legitimately do love the country, who, who do think they are protecting the country and want to, and by and large are helping to protect this nation, you know, they get the raw end of the deal because of the few puppet masters, you know, sprinkled throughout these agencies that just, and not just a few, you know, there's ops, there's, Darker ops and darkest ops. And I mean, there are ops within ops, within ops, ops, eeps, ops, oops, and whoops, right? And so that world is extremely vast. It, it is a, it's a, it's a labyrinth. It is. But not everyone in that labyrinth is, is a bad actor. It's very important to, uh, to reiterate, to iterate that. I, I at least I want to on my show. I know a lot of people within those agencies and, and within that world of um, of intelligence who really do um, and have fought 
for the liberty of this country and for other nations as well who do want our nation to continue to be America first. And I don't say that as a Trumper, and they're not saying that as a Trumper either. We're saying that as this is our country, and this is who and what we should be defending first and foremost. And there are more of those men and women within these agencies than not. So very important to keep that in perspective. But wow, dude, really? I mean, Tucker just nailed it the other night. And you guys are, you know, I mean, you can't even have an opinion anymore. You don't think I know that my name is probably misspelled, but on someone's list of You know, keep it misspelled. That's fine. Maybe that'll be a technical issue one day. But it's like, I'm Christian. I'm conservative. I speak the truth. I did vote for Trump twice. I'm not an Obama fan. I do not subscribe to Sharia law. I love our Constitution. I believe in law and order and due process. Sure, of course, my name's on a list. Right. Well, why wouldn't it be? Because, you know, I'm not the one out burning down $5 billion worth or $2 billion worth of, you know, um, what is it? One point. I'm trying to remember. It's in the billions of destruction from Black Lives Matter, Antifa, all over the country. I mean, businesses. You can't even count the number of fifty over fifteen hundred businesses in, in you know across a few cities. I mean, in mostly black owned and operated, by the way. And so, for you Yahoos who are out here subscribing to you know Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, you know, I feel so bad because I'm so white or I'm so Jewish. Um, you know, you're part of the problem. You're absolutely part of this problem. And so to to create a list and, and, to, and for, uh, for Garland to come out and suggest, not suggest, but to declare along with senile Biden that somehow the white person in this country is the, is the, most, is the single gravest threat you have as someone inhabiting the United States of America is it's not only completely not plausible, it's laughable. <laughs> but until you're arrested, right? Until you're arrested for being white and conservative. And apparently the FBI has been very busy, very busy keeping an eye on us white people. Now, I want to back up to why Ralph Reed of the Faith and Freedom Coalition thought it was a good idea to invite the one person who screwed it up for the entire country who could have not screwed the pooch on January the 6th in the way of the vice president at that time. Why was it President Trump invited? Like everyone was so proud to have him. I mean, see, these are the stories I tell you about how fickle people are because you you can apply this truth to your own life and not be so offended and disappointed whenever people, people just screw you over or they just change on you like the wind, right? Because they do it to everyone, including the president. So I distinctly remember being there actually when President Trump and Vice President uh, Mike Pence were, um, were were speakers. I mean, we all had to all go through media security. I mean, it's just like this whole cumbersome thing, and and people were so excited with standing room only. I mean, it was nuts. And, uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, who's distanced themselves from Donald Trump? The Christians, the clean ones, <laughs> the the whitewashed tomb. The establishment Christians, the pearl clutchers. And listen, I've liked Ralph over the years. I mean, I've had to meet with him over a couple of things. I've gone to him to support some of my candidates. Um, you know, I mean, no one has a database. I mean, second, probably only to the RNC. Uh, Faith and Freedom Coalition's database is nothing to scoff at. Let me tell you that. They are movers and shakers within the political realm. 
If you need someone to get out and rock the vote of Christians, that's the organization. But I got to tell you, I think even the stalwarts of of the political organizations in the way of the of the churchers, right? People who have historically spoken on behalf of religious beliefs and and policies that adhere to um, you know godly principles. I think even in that, you're seeing your the light is shining. The light is shining. The light is shining on who lands where. And you're going to have to make your own decisions about who you align with. As for me and my house, we're here to serve the Lord, and that doesn't always look, you know, like whitewashed tombs. It's not always whitewashed. It's not always perfected. Not in our, you know, human ability to understand perfection. You know, sometimes you're, your help comes in the form of someone that just doesn't look like you or speak like or that you can't even fathom. You just can't. And God's like, okay, cool, watch this, right? But we have a very real establishment with with fiefdom hooks that, that go very deep. Um, again, some of you being censored on your county levels understand exactly what I'm talking about, but don't you dare give up. And things like Faith and Freedom Coalition, these are organizations or the RNC or when, you know, other political organizations uh, Republican establishment orgs, I want you to really take the time to focus on candidates yourself. If you have to travel somewhere to catch up with a candidate or call that person's um, office, and, and here's the deal. If they won't take, if they won't make time to meet with you or your group now, they won't make time to meet with you or your group once you elect them. I'm giving you some inside baseball here. If you've never been involved in politics, you're a little like, well, I don't know if that's appropriate. No, it is. Everything's appropriate in terms of getting to the person who's asking for your money, for your time, your treasure, and your talent, and your vote. Everything's on the table in the sense of, you know, clearly within the law, right? And I'm, I'm referring to meetings and getting some sit-down time with with someone who's asking for your vote. I'm not saying they have time to meet with every individual but you can certainly get a group of people together in that person's respective district and um and and you just demand time request it and if it's ignored ask again if it's ignored again you make a public spectacle out of that and you move on from that candidate because i promise you don't buy the crap that well i didn't know my campaign kept me from it no then that tells, look, if they can't choose a campaign, if they cannot choose a campaign staff, then how in the world are they going to choose a staff that best represents you in D.C. or at your state legislature? How's that going to happen? Whatever they're doing on the campaign trail is exactly who you're going to get or worse in office. That is something to always bear in mind as you're being courted right out of your panties. I need you to really understand that and and take that in and then exercise it. Practice that you get to know your candidates personally. Do not send money to these PACs and super PACs. Forget it. Send it directly to your candidates and let them allocate where those funds need to go for their respective campaigns. But you start get. I would, I would, you couldn't pay me. You could not send me $10 and ask me to send it to the RNC. I'd send it back to you. Would just would not happen. No. So a lot of things need to change in this country, and that's certainly a place where we need to begin. Now, as some of you know, 
I've been sick for the past few days. <laughs> so, uh, but I am feeling a whole lot better. I'm sure I'm probably going to go crash like an old person wearing an adult diaper and eating my applesauce and and uh, my curds and whey um, as soon as this broadcast is over. Because y'all know how that goes, right? You start feeling a little better. You're like, yeah, I got this. I'm going to go cut the grass and work out, take a swim, kick back, maybe see what the guys are doing, have a beer. <laughs> you get like up the stairs to the kitchen for your third glass of orange juice. You're like mm, going back to bed. Yep, <laughs> that's how fighting this head cold from hell feels. But uh, so you know I care about you, right? You know that. And I'll always do what's best for the health of our nation. And in that vein, I'll always bring you what I think is best for you. And I've recently discovered a revolutionary health product you'll want to know about. If you or any of your circle of family or friends have ever suffered with, and I know I know many of you do, because just like in my family, my circles, uh, suffered with any health conditions like cancer, diabetes, heart disease, fibromyalgia, autoimmune disease or arthritis or any other chronic pain, I'm inviting you to join me next Tuesday evening, June 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a fantastic phone call to give you some uh, amazing information that you guys are going to want to get your hands on. The number is 712-770-5382. Again, 712-770-5382. Eight two and the code to join us is nine four six one eight eight zero pound again nine four six one eight eight zero pound that is next Tuesday evening June twenty second eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time so you know talking about your health I try to leave you guys with you know Friday encouragements of of just taking some rest right for the weekend without being, you know, hyper-religious about it and all of that, but it is a command to take at least a day. But, you know, something that I really want to encourage you with is this. The past few days, you know, of being on my back um, has been good. It has been good. Uh, Romans 8, 28, 28 is what I'm reminded of. All things work for good. And so so even this head cold has worked for good because it's given me time, you know, for pause to kind of get above you know, all the fray going on down here in the world and interagency crap and the border and, oh my gosh, just the, the FBI and we still have dissidents and being arrested and some people are still prisoners of war on our soil. I mean, it is just, you know, everything, they, them, us, Martians, who knows, the Loch Ness Monster is actually a transvestite vegetarian. I don't know. Well, actually, I guess he would be a vegetarian or she, them, they, whatever. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I think they were herbivores, but with everything going on, you know, it's, it's very easy to get, just stay in this constant frenzied state of you're just taking in all of this information. And I, and I just want to encourage you that, that really all that matters when all of this is swirling and so many of you are like, I don't know who to believe, which way to go and what's happening. And are we at the end? And the prophecy says this and I'm like, okay, all right here's here's all I know to tell you to do, which is what I do when my entire world is just nuts. And right now I've got five or six different projects on my plate. So my world is definitely nuts. And some of those, thanks to my quiet time, are getting ready to go bye-bye because I'm able to take some time to be quiet and learn to prioritize again. And that would help a lot of you 
And whenever it comes to what's happening nationally, in the order of prioritization, you have to come first. Your relationship with God and yourself, your family, others has got to come first because you, I'm going to tell you again, you are America. You. And when you're not healthy, when you're not healthy in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart, your soul, your body, when you're not healthy, you are unable to make sober, sound decisions from a 100,000-foot view. You're going to, I mean, this hurricane is so big right now, you need to get a little bit above 50,000 feet. You need to be more at like 100,000 feet looking down at this thing. And if you, and you, you got to come down into the middle of it, at least enter into the eye of the storm. Don't get caught on, on the fringes of the storm. That's where everything, everyone's lawn chair, <laughs> chairs and their umbrellas and, you know, the shootings and crime rates and racism and, you know, critical race theory and, you know, I'm oh, Hitler and the Nazis and all, all that's flying. All of those narratives are flying, right? So and so is a liar and this station did that and this person told that person to piss off. I mean, I mean, it's nuts. It, you name it. It's all, it's all in the fringes. But if you'll just get in the middle, if you'll just get in the eye of that storm and just take your peace and reconnect with yourself this weekend, with your creator, with your family, your neighbors, there's got to be someone around you who have you just, you've just been avoiding like the plague, or maybe you think they're still mad at you. And, and, I'll be honest with you, most people who have grievances really, really would rather be reconciled. They dig their, they dig their heels in. Like I come off as a real badass to a lot of people in the sense that you mistakenly think that I um, am not approachable if you have offended me or if you've somehow ended up on the wrong side of the Monica meter. I don't, I don't know why that is. People, people um, find themselves afraid to try and come and make amends with me. So they'll come puffed up or, you know, or they just won't come at all. They'll just avoid me. And I have no idea that they're even still offended. And, you know, we all practice this on some level sometimes. And I had a neighbor one time who was just as mean as a viper, and I just had enough of her crap. And hopefully she's not listening. But but I did. I was just done with the constant surveillance of my flowers and my, you know, my choice in landscape, because, you know, I live in Buckhead and all that stuff matters. Right. And so there's like a, this, this, this unspoken scorecard of the ladies of the neighborhood. And since, you know, I'm more like the Harper Valley PTA chick with the big boobs and the tight skirts and the, you know, and the blonde hair and I'm single <laughs> and they're, you know, I'm the one everybody gets to talk about. Right. That's me at the HOA meetings. And so, or it's, oh, Lord, here comes the Trump supporter. Or here comes Monica. She's not going to let us get away with anything. Uh, she's going to want to know where every dime is going or why this flowers were plant, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I want to know where's my money going, don't you? Oh, right. I forgot. I, I'm surrounded by liberals in my neighborhood. So, no, it doesn't matter as long as everybody's equitable. <laughs> so, <laughs> no Trump fan, no Trump flags, but the rainbow flags are encouraged. Whatever. So, so this lady had just gotten on my last possible nerve. And I mean, I lost Michael. And I was like, and thankfully her little husband came outside and I was like, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you now, you just need to keep your wife away from me. 
that's going to be the the safest thing for all of us because I'm going to say something because I can and I know I have that skill that is going to make her never want to come out and play with anyone in the neighborhood again. So I've had enough of being bullied by your wife. I don't deal with bullies very well. So no one spoke for like six months. You know how it is. You drive into your neighborhood and it's just like, you know, just, <laughs> you know, you get your kids involved, right? Where it's like, don't look at her. Did she look, did she look at, did she wave at us? Did she wave at you? You know how, I mean, we're so ridiculous and men do it too. So don't, don't sit over there and roll your eyes. Like this is a hen thing. Cause we know you roosters do the same thing. So, so one day I'm in my garage and she comes down and, and, and just makes, I'm like, holy crap, here she comes. I just see her making it. She's like, oh, you know, she, her, her body language is saying something to me that says she's on a mission, right? And I'm trying to, dis, to discern in like a 50-foot span what exactly is her mission. Like, what should my posture be? Because you're not going to catch me off guard. And your posture with me has been defensive. And so how, what's going on here? So I just kind of held my little, <laughs> I had my, 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 my sprayer to my water hose in my hand. And I thought, well, if this goes really downhill, I'm just going to spray her like a cat and it'll probably work. So <laughs> she, she was on a mission, honey, and she came down and she just apologized. She just apologized, sucked all the oxygen out of that fire and just straight. She didn't make excuses. She did say, I think I was just being a nosy neighbor. Okay. Now, even on my worst day, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. It is impossible for that to happen and for me to look at someone and go, Psh whatever should have thought about that before you were a jack leg nope no forgiveness given next no that is not who i am at all so i was like well of course she's like please forgive me and you know i just i it's it's better that we're on the same team and i was like "Mm -hmm, got that right no i'm kidding but i did i was like that's awesome thank you i didn't well i understand and you know i wasn't trying to keep the peace because i'm not a peacekeeper i'm a peacemaker so the fact that she came to me to make peace, then the ball was in my court. And some of you, I'm sharing all that to say, some of you have neighbors. Some of you have relatives or daughters or mothers and fathers or coworkers who you would do well to reconcile that account with this weekend. So I want to encourage you. That is your call to action. You know, I'm not, ta- I'm, I'm not talking about political stuff for you to get out and, you know, rock that, that and you know, all that this weekend. No, here's your political, your socio-political assignment for the weekend. Ready? That's going to do your soul in this country more, more better and more good than anything else will. And that is you reconciling your debts with people beginning with yourself. Reconcile those debts to the best of your ability. Get them off your books. Just get them off your books and be prepared. Some people may not know how to receive that. They may not trust it. They may not be be open to it right that second. You're, you're not entitled to reconciliation. There's no entitlement allowed in the mindset of someone who is attempting to reconcile with someone else. You, you have, that's a, that is a privilege you cannot afford to take into your psyche. 
you have to put on the wardrobe of humility. And, and because I'm going to tell you something, people know when you're in it for yourself, they know. And, it, and if they, and if they wrongly accuse you of that, they'll know. They'll know by your response to them because it will clearly hurt you. But don't respond in, you don't have to respond in anger or, or biting back if someone doesn't receive your attempt to reconcile. You don't have to do that. And trust me, when I, I promise you, you will do more convicting for the sake of potential reconciliation by just keeping your peace and keeping your calm and your cool, not becoming the story. <laughs> um, if you'll just do that, because it really is about the other person and your desire to be reconciled with that person and to be forgiven or to be let go or of, or, you know, to let go of them, whatever it is, it is entirely possible to do that. And so if you want to make this country great again, that is the place to start. Take your mind back, take your spirit back, your soul back, do the next right thing. Love your neighbor as yourself Love God, trust God, know that there's something higher, greater, bigger, wider than any agency, any human being, any best laid plan of man. There is something far greater than all of us that loves all of us more than we could ever know. All right. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. God willing, Creek doesn't rise and this cold doesn't just kick my butt even further, but I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I'm on the mend. Thank you for your prayers. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, gonna rest with the with the best of y'all this weekend. And uh, yeah, you know where to find me, MonicaMatthews.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple, Cast, Pod, all that stuff. And uh, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And if you're American, if you are an American, <laughs> I need some more some more cold medicine. Um, act like one. 